Their pants are literally made out of cacti. Did did no one else notice that? I noticed they no, had little think... pirate pants. No, but their their pants had spikes on them. I don't, the quality that we watched this movie at was not great, so it was kind of hard to tell. I, I know what I saw! <laughs> I'm not saying you didn't, I'm just saying I didn't see it. Yeah, nobody's taking the cactus pants away from yeah, you. We're just saying <laughs> with, their own, with their own... Grab some popcorn and stick around. We've got some garbage to talk about. Karina. Hi, Zachs. Hi, Yuvia. Hi, Zachs. So, we checked out another Barbie movie, this time Fairytopia. And, uh, Karina, what do you want to get the ball rolling on that? Tell us a little bit about your past with Fairytopia. <laughs> so, I find that Fairytopia is, like, the, the prime example of Barbie movies as a marketing tool because, and like, don't get me wrong, love this movie, um, but there are so many characters in this movie <laughs> that are there for maybe like 40 seconds maximum and you know, you can bet your bottom that there was a toy made of that character and boy howdy did I have that toy <laughs> <laughs> because I loved Barbies as a kid, um, so I was like yes, of course, I, I would like this uh, and I'm gonna really try and look for them before this video goes up to find some of them. Um, but just in case, uh, just trust me, I had a bunch of these toys. Um, because this movie made a lasting impression on me, uh, as a wee little baby in more ways than one. <laughs> one of them being, this was another gay awakening for me as a kid. Um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you've already seen the title and still clicked on it, so that's good. You're an ally. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably, like, literally, like, and I saw Luca from 2020 slash 2021 or whatever. Mm -hmm. But no, this is the gayest children's movie <laughs> I've ever seen. Like, like, not just, like, the fact that there's rainbows all over it. It's just, like, the character dynamics are so yeah. wrist -work. They're all dating. They're all gay. <laughs> for each other. At least past, present, and future. Yep. Like, okay, well, let's, first we meet, um, Elena's her name, right? I think it's Elena, and not to be Elena. mistaken Elena. with Elena Undone. Card right. The corner. <laughs> see, yeah, different see, gay. Yeah, see, this is Confused. why we were like, see, it's gay. <laughs> and that, yeah, that's, that's the E-N-A means gay. <laughs> so, okay, so, Elena is a fairy who hasn't gotten her wings. Yeah. I don't think... So, I don't particularly know the fairy lore uh, in this movie. I know, like, a whole bunch of other lore for Barbie Fairytopia, but I don't think it's, like, you grow into your wings or, like, you get them. I think it's, like, you you have your wings at birth. Uh, and oh. Then, and then when Alina was born, she didn't have uh, wings. And... When we were watching this uh, all together, we kind of picked up on, like, very gentle tones of, like, disability rights a yeah. little bit. Just a little bit. Like, ha her having no wings was an allegory for disability. And, but, like, not, it was, 
it becomes an allegory for disability, but not, like, in a super progressive way. It's more like, you can do anything you want, even if you have a disability. Your disability makes you special, which, like, is not the best way to approach yeah. it, but, you know, it's not the worst. <laughs> there, yeah, I think... There's worse approaches to, to disability activism. Yeah, You're I guess, right because, like... The way that it's portrayed, I feel like there's a few different ways you could you could take it, and I think that's definitely one of the ways. Mm -hmm. It's also, I mean, I guess it's it's complicated. Yeah. But just as things go in the movie, um, eventually we find out like this plague that's wiping out like fairies' flight abilities, mm -hmm. and it, Elite is unaffected by that. So I don't know if that's more just say if that's so much that well they the movie chalks it up as like she's super special and like not having wings basically makes her like great to help the story along. Yeah. We we determine uh, at some point so, that she's like the chosen one and we'll get into that yeah. shortly. Yeah, they, yeah, the, they, the whole yeah the chosen one doesn't help with that whole arc. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing I did appreciate, which I don't, which just going along with the uh, disability motif while we're talking about this, I don't think we'll harp on it too much for the rest of it. But when she goes to one of the fairies' houses, accommodations are provided without her even having yeah. to like ask or anything. And I thought mm -hmm. that was nice. Yeah, that was nice. You know? That was a nice little subtle like. Yeah. Here's it's how you do it. It was the, um, the... Oh, Azura, yeah. Azura, yeah. Because, like, the they don't have steps to their house, which I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Why don't they have steps? So I'm like, oh, yeah, because they fly everywhere, <laughs> so why they need steps? <laughs> so she had... So Azura gave Alina, like, a little... I don't know what flower, the term is. Flower? A little flower... I don't know, elevator, escalator thing? A thing to, yeah, to carry her around. Up, or to carry yeah. her around, Yeah. Basically. Come on. Yeah. So that was nice. So it's, I think it's a mixed bag. It was the early 2000s. Yeah. So like, as far as progressive representation goes, we'll it was. We'll take what we can get. <laughs> I think it was neutral. Yeah. Like, because we, you know, like, I don't think a kid would really notice those parallels, mm -hmm. but maybe And I don't, kid... I don't think a, a disabled kid would watch this and be like, well, I don't know if I like how I'm being represented. I think, like, if you were a small child with a disability and you started to kind of pick up on the tones that this movie was putting down, I think that would maybe make you feel, like, a little bit okay about yourself. Yeah. I don't think it'd make you feel bad. Yeah, I feel, yeah. Good. It feels, like, neutral. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Okay, so we... The first thing, so Alina, like we said, she can't fly. We meet these mean pixies, which I thought was interesting because they are like, not, they're like, what, a 132nd the size? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, so fairies. the fairies are already, the fairies are already very small, and these pixies are like a third of the size of the fairies. So they're, they're like, like, they're the size tiny. of Bibble, aren't they? I, about, I think about, Bibble's, yeah. Bibble's, I think, bigger because he's like, Cute Squishy. and like, yeah, yeah, and they're just like praying mantis. Side. Yeah, and I was I was sitting there and I was watching and I was like, really, you're just gonna let these pixies get away with bullying you? You literally could just grab them in your hand and well, like, then, eat them, pan so she could. So here's like so, a pale man. So here's what happened. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so Alina is the main character, um, also voiced by. 
Kelly Sheridan. We love her. Um, so <laughs> she's like bopping around in the Magic Meadow, trying to live her best life with Bibble, who is her puffball. And uh, let's take <laughs> let's take a very brief detour and talk about Bibble. Um, fun fact about <sighs> Bibble: um, love him or hate him. Bibble has the same voice actor as the who, the character who we referred to as the mayor of Lazy Town from Princess and the Pauper. The guy yeah, that was like, all like, this, this is, is an outrage. outrage. That guy. Yeah, that's Bibble. <laughs> well, at least we know he's got range. He's got, he's got lots of range. I think Lee, I can't remember his last name, but like, good for you. Great job. <laughs> so, so Bibble is a puffball. And I'm not really sure what the dynamic between Bibble and Alina are because Bibble is able to communicate to Alina, not like in English, but like she understands what he says I mean, he and he understands what she English, says. English, wasn't he? Because it's just like really gerbled, but it's like sounded like words. Like there were some words in there a little bit, but <laughs> yeah, Alina's like fully understands what he says. Yeah, like, there were times where, like, when he would say Alina's name, he'd be like, Alina Poo! And I'm like, uh... Some was yeah, words. I mean, like... Like, some I words th- you could pick up, but it was, like, uh, gibberish. It's like, it's like, um... Like, when, when you have, like, a young, like, toddler who's just learning how to speak, and they make babbling noises, but you hear some words, and you're still not really sure what they're saying, you're like, aha, yes. yeah, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think I get the kind of vibe. Like, I can compare the vibe of Alina and Bibble to kind of like Ariel and Flounder, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Or, but at the same time, though, like Flounder was definitely Ariel's friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Bibble at times is a friend, but other times a pet. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are blurred lines in yeah. that dynamic. <laughs> but yeah. Bibble is Bibble's there. Um, yeah. And Bibble is an icon. Uh, there's no denying um, that. <laughs> but the so the pixies are being mean and catty. Mm-hmm. But luckily, the gay best friend slash girlfriend Dandelion is there to sass them right back, and she think, blows them away with her wings. And yeah, that is just... that's a running trend throughout <laughs> the Barbie Fairytopia movies. Characters getting blown away by wings. I love the idea of that. Like, you just go and you're, like, giving somebody the business. Although, to be fair, like, they are, like... She can't help that she doesn't have wings, mm-hmm. so it's very rude to just mock her for that. But then you just get blown away. <laughs> just... <laughs> and then they fly away because they're a third of the size of the fairies. Like, she basically just Thanos snaps them yeah. on the ring. God, like, what's gonna, what would happen if there was just, like, a gentle breeze flowing through the mag- what is it, the magical Magic Meadow? Valley? Magic Meadow? Mm-hmm. What's gonna happen to those poor pixies who would literally be torn apart by the wind? I, I get, just don't be a bully and you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Don't be a bully and you won't be killed by a hurricane. <laughs> I also, uh, I guess, so, like, while we're talking about the magic meadow i love the aesthetic of basically the whole movie it's real i don't like i mean leave in the comments if you can think of any other movies like this but i haven't really seen like a movie like there's urban fantasy and then there's like lord of the rings like adventure epic Mm -hmm. fight fantasy but this was just like 
Yeah, magical stuff happens in this magical place, and it mm-hmm. looks beautiful. And they're, it's all, like, flowers and, like, greenery. And it's, like, one thing I will give the, the Barbie creative team is that they kill it every single time with the atmosphere in their movies. Like, Barbie Princess and the Popper looks, like, so cute and fun. This movie is beautiful. All the other Fairytopia movies are beautiful. Swan Lake is beautiful. Um, and then, like, the more, like, modern setting Barbie movies, like, they're still, like, very, like, well presented, and they've got lots of, like, pink in them, and they're very fun, um, but, like, this is one of the most beautiful movies, uh, in the Barbie franchise, I feel. Not animation-wise, because animation back then... Yeah, so, so the animation in the... Like... <laughs> some of it hasn't aged very well, but, like, the... I found, like, a little bit of concept art, and, like, it's still, like, just as pretty, um, so they did very well here, and just, it's so, like, whimsical and fun and cute. Yeah, I think what I like, too, about, like, just with the, like, it looks very pretty, especially still images, like, I mean, not when, like, a character's, like, mid-talking or, like, (laughs) mid-eye animation thingy, (laughs) but... Like, if you just take, like, the scenery and pause, it looks stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's, it, it really, like, I, I don't know when, uh, what is it, uh, Pixie Hollow? That's, that's Disney's thing, right, with mm-hmm. Tinkerbell? Yeah. I don't, I don't know when, when that came out, but it feels like one of them took inspiration from the other, because it's, I definitely not, think not, like, in a bad way, Tinker- but, like, in a very, like, yeah, no, oh, I'm pretty way. sure the Tinkerbell one came out after. Yeah, Pixie Hollow came out, uh, I'm trying to see when, I just want the first one. Uh, Tinkerbell movie. So there's a whole bunch of them. I think the first one, the first one came out in 2008, and then, uh, Barbie Fairytopia came out in 2005. All right. There's our so, fact-checking for the day. <laughs> so, uh, back to the plot. Uh, so we sort of talked about that for... Let's just talk about the dynamic between Danielle and Alina for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're clearly, like... Girlfriends. Dating. Mm-hmm. Because they hug a second too long every time. Yeah. Also, they hug... A lot. Unnecessarily. <laughs> like, it was just like... Oh my, so, okay, so, someone was missing, right? That's what started, got the ball rolling, yeah. they noticed okay, someone so was missing. Okay, so, we didn't even explain the plot, so. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, in Fairytopia, um, each, like, district, I guess we'll call it, um, has a guardian, uh, and there's, like, seven, um, because they're all, right. like, colors of the rainbows. So, the guardian of the magic meadow is named Topaz, and Topaz uh, has just disappeared. Nobody can find her, and everyone's like, oh, Beans, I hope she's okay. And little do we know, Topaz has been kidnapped by Laverna, who is <gasps> the villain, who's the villain of this but, movie. But Laverna is a is stunning. Like, Laverna is hot. She's, mm, like, I don't have anything villain, else to say if about villain Laverna. Is evil, was, if villain is evil, well, why sexy? I mean, she's evil, but, like, I think she's evil with a heart of gold, because... <laughs> really? Do you yes, really call she it a wanna, heart of gold kind of if bad. you're trying to sap magic from other people? I understand And that gassing she's evil. people as well? Kidnapping 
I get all that. But, <laughs> like, look at her. She's great. She's a baddie. She's, I mean, she play- was she was always, like, nicely, like, <laughs> offering, like, like, what is it, buttercup tea or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. Like, even, like, so the food's called okay, in this movie is so cute. Okay, wait, real, real quick, before we get into Laverna, okay, so back it up. Okay, mm-hmm. so Topaz is missing. Yeah. And then Alina's like, okay, I'm gonna go look for her. Well, and then Danielle is like, okay, well, I'll come with you because you don't even know where you're going. And then they hug. And I'm like, you guys are literally walking together. Yeah, like, what are you doing? It's like, like, it's because it's like, oh, we're such good friends and I love you, but like, we're such good friends. I love you. It's like, um, it's like when you're walking home from school with a friend and you're like, all right, well, I'm gonna let you go. All right, bye. And then you, and then you keep walking in the same walking direction. Walking in the same direction. It's like, um, okay. Yeah. This so is awkward. So in addition to Topaz going missing, Laverna has... <laughs> the only way to explain it is she napalms the magic meadow. <laughs> yeah. And it poisons the plants. So all the plants are, like, not doing well. And it also causes the fairies to get sick. And that prevents them from flying. Um, and then I think we're kind of just talking over this part. So I can't remember off the top of my head why she does this. Um, but something about, like... I oh, I remember. Was... So she's I like, remember, oh. I remember, too. Okay, so you explain. Okay, so basically, um, she is... I'm just gonna put it bluntly. She's gassing these fairies to uh, take away, like, their flying and stuff. And Laverna's like, then I'm just gonna walk in and be like, hey guys, I got the cure, and I'm gonna save the day. And then everyone's yeah, gonna right. wanna worship me, and then everyone's... Everyone, yeah. Because Laverna is yeah. twin sisters with the Enchantress of Fairytopia. She's not important. She's literally in the movie for, like, three seconds, so forget She's about her. She's literally <laughs> napping the entire time. She takes a nap the whole time, but, like, that's fine. Get your sleep, queen. But, yeah, so Laverna <laughs> is... She's super bitter. She's like, oh my gosh, I should be the one in charge of Fairytopia. Meanwhile, she's, like, super evil. So, of course, nobody like voted is... her into power. You know, it's so funny. Like, I mean, not... I feel like... The more we talk about this, the more I'm realizing I feel like Fairytopia really was like a trailblazer for lots of things because <laughs> one, Laverna's basically trying to syndrome it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two, I would say that um, what's her face? Uh, Laverna still. Mm-hmm. She's all this is kind of like a Celestia v Nightmare Moon kind of game. Because mm-hmm. like the sister got to be the good ruler. Although I guess Laverna didn't get to rule anything, but... She just gets, like, her stinky realm, <laughs> and she's like, I don't want that. I don't want oh, to yeah, so she... Oh my fungus. gosh, no, that's literally... Then that is what happened, because Celestia got the daytime, and Nightmare Moon, Luna, she got nighttime, but she was like, nobody cares about nighttime. You get... And so that's... Yeah, I no, love that's... Nighttime. You know, if, if Princess Luna just met a lot of... Uh, insomniac riddled teenagers they'd probably all be like yo moon pretty dope just like get a bunch of goth kids and they'll be like nice goths and witches which intersect you know <laughs> on my little pony there are surprising there's a surprising lack of goth people there aren't really many goth ponies i mean if you look on deviantart you'll probably find a few but we don't want to okay. go there <laughs> we don't want to go there 
Is this yeah, going to be like the I, backyard again I, OC thing I, from listen, last time? Listen, I, re- I remember angst much. I don't need to know about any My Little Pony OCs ever again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just... Mm, uh, I I have those scenes burned into my memory. Uh, so... <laughs> it's it reminds me of that old um My Little Pony fan fiction that someone made, which was a parody of My Immortal. Oh Christ. <laughs> called I'm not okay, I'm, I promise. Oh god. <laughs> no. Leave FCR out of this. <laughs> okay, so to wasn't my fault. <laughs> so so Laverne is like, I'm just gonna napalm the magic meadow, it's gonna be fine. I'm gonna come in and save the day because I'm gonna kidnap all of the guardians of Fairytopia, and I'm going to harvest their power and become the ultimate fairy, I guess. Um, and Topaz is like, yeah, whatever, I'm hungry. Move on. Topaz's voice really doesn't match her character design, but that's okay. Yeah, she, she sounds she, like she looks like, like the godmother from Shrek, she... but she looks like 20. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, voice doesn't match the character, that's okay. Um, so Topaz is missing from the Magic Meadow. All the plants are dying. Important. Um, the fairies with all live... The... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, so, like, with Laverna and Topaz, and later on Azura, and basically, like, all the Guardians, all the Guardians and Laverna have dated Absol- at some point. Absolutely. Like, they're all exes. They're all, I don't know. They're all ex-partners. They all dated at some point, and now Laverna yeah. is super bitter about it, because they all stayed friends, but, like, for some reason, Laverna just couldn't handle that friendship afterwards. It was too awkward. So now she's just gonna, like, you know, kill all the plants in the magic meadow. <laughs> As one day. Which is a perfectly I, natural I check, way I did check. To... It is Rosetta. It, her oh, name is good. Rosetta, and now mm-hmm. I'm kind of itching to watch uh, Pirate Fairy again, because that was my favorite Pixie Hollow movie. <laughs> so, um, back to the... What's it called? Plot. Plot. Right. That thing. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> this movie Eileen, has one. <laughs> Alina, not Eileen. <laughs> Alina. Eileen Warner. And oh <laughs> Bibble and. Dandelion. Dandelion. I was about to say Danielle. Yeah. So, Dandelion. <laughs> I'd let you get away so, with it the one time, but if you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> we will spare you just this once. Because this is your channel. I appreciate, I appreciate. I got Bibble, right? I know Bibble. Yeah, Bibble. So, yeah, so the three of them <laughs> go for a little stroll. They're like, oh, we have to get to Fairytown to talk to Azura, who's the guardian of Fairytown. Uh, but it's a super long fly. And remember, Alina doesn't have wings, so she has to walk everywhere. And she's like, no, no, I'm fine. Like, don't, I don't skip leg day. Like, we're good to walk. So off they go, <laughs> la, la. They go on this little adventure, and they she get... She only has leg day. She only has yeah, leg I was day. just about to say that... Alina, she probably could kick Laverna, like, to death. Like, with mm-hmm. one blow to the head. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Because <laughs> she doesn't skip leg day. The rest of the fairies have little, like, dangly chicken legs. Like, like dad no, legs. No, they all, they all do, because they're Barbies. But, like... They all have dad legs. All the little chicken Not bone beneath. legs. No, no, you're definitely right. I just like the different angles we took it. I was thinking she's good to walk anywhere, because... She exclusively uses her legs, and you're like, "Oh, she could just kick someone to death, yeah. <laughs> like with one with one kick to the head." She we could don't have do, killed Laverna. And we don't won. do violent death in Barbie movies. Aww. Okay. I mean, well, Mark Short 
tried in The Princess and the Pauper. Like, he was going to bury them under a bunch of rocks. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> he was ready, but then but then Annalise came out and was like, nice try, Martin Short. You did not crush me with rocks. I was, I was gonna <laughs> say, no, we're gonna excuse Preminger's attempt to kill, um... Annalise because he's gay, but then I was like, no way, everyone in Fairytopia is gay. So, no, we're only gonna excuse Preminger's attempt to kill Annalise because, uh, she's a rich person. Yeah, and we for, need to guillotine the oh, rich. Oh, yeah. For legal reasons, Kind of Friends does not advocate for murder. Yeah, no. But we I'd do advocate for eating the rich. <laughs> Eat the rich! So, so, they go for a little stroll. <laughs> It's not a little stroll, it's like a big long walk, and they are like right outside of Fairy Town, and Dandelion's like, okay, like, look, we're just about there. And then, uh, the, <laughs> I really shouldn't call it napalm, but like the poison starts like flowing into the forest, <laughs> and Dandelion gets sick and is unable to continue on the journey, but she really wants to keep going with Alina because they're girlfriends, um, so... <laughs> Alina's like, no, like, you've got to get home. Your mom's going to be worried about you. And Dandelion's like, yeah, she is. And then they hug again for a really long time. And then Dandelion goes home. I just realized we completely went over your favorite part of the movie, the uh, peony. Oh, my God, peony. Okay, so... How they, how dare you do that so to your girl I was gonna, Peony? I was going to talk about Peony, and then we started talking about Princess and the Popper again. So all of the fairies in the Magic Meadow live in flower houses, and uh, Alina's flower house is named Peony, and she's so Peony doesn't say a single word. She doesn't have a personality, <laughs> but she's just like so. It's a big. I'm gesturing, but you can't see what I'm doing. So it's a big flower that's upright, and one of the petals like gently falls open so uh alina can walk in and then like gently flows back up uh and it's like super gentle and super sweet and peony like dims the lights and like tucks her into bed (laughs) with like her flower leaves and like the petals it's so cute and sweet and then alina wakes up the next morning and peony's like starting to rot and he's like oh no what happened and she goes to look outside and peony's flower door just like flops open because she's sick and she's dying. So, this brings up something interesting, too, because, like, now, maybe the other Fairytopia movies explore this, but don't tell me if they do, because that ruins my dreams right now. (laughs) But, it's so, like, nobody seems to have, like, a job, really, and, like, (laughs) they all have their own homes and stuff, so this feels like this gay socialist utopia to me. (laughs) That's what Fairytopia... No work... The people take care of themselves. It's just a great... We love living in the Magic Meadow. It's great. (laughs) Okay, so back to... uh, The the spooky forest. Alina's journey. Yeah. Yeah. So So, she goes on her little hero's journey. (laughs) And she finds... Well, she finds this place because... And the guy is... This is really weird. So (laughs) the guy is the guy that's on, like, the big, like lectern yeah, thing, and he's yeah. like, it's, oh, it, I can't it, let you in. It's, yeah, it's very reminiscent of, like, the green guy from the Wizard of Oz Emerald City. Mm-hmm. Like, that sort of uh, yeah. gig. It's like, I don't know and what he's he like, he's like, so that he's, they're he's like, we gotta go to, <laughs> he's like, we gotta go to a sewer and let her know, and then the guy is like, 
well, you don't have to do anything. Then he tells the guy, okay, you guys go to Azura. And then they just follow yeah, him. Yeah, they just leave. <laughs> follow him. I was gonna say that, um, I was gonna, I need to mention that, uh, the guy at the huge lectern, he's like, well, no one's seen Azura since the poison. I was like, so she's quarantining. Smart. Mm. Very smart. <laughs> yeah. Wear your mask, everybody. Like... Get vaccinated. Yeah. Dating this recording. Which... Hopefully. <laughs> I mean, honest, like, maybe not. We'll see how. Yeah, we're never getting out of this pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so yeah, so then they just follow this guy, and like the he's, he's not like, a oh, he's just there. <laughs> Wait, yeah, he's go? just oh, like a man. he's like a, a little twink man, a little schmuck. He's like, oh, okay, I'll go talk to Zora, and then we never see him again. And that's kind of like the first of a few like non problems of the movie, which like <laughs> was weird because. The movie, the whole movie really does play, like, this is what girls would, like, whip up in their bedrooms playing with these Barbies. (laughs) And so, like, I appreciate that. So I'm not even really that critical of it. But, like, at the same time, like, this was a very non-problem. Because you had this guy, like, well, we're not telling you where Azura is. You guy, go. And then they just follow yeah. him <laughs> and then now that you bring up this like the the plot feels very much like what like little kids playing with barbies would make up uh and there's one scene that we'll get to later um with a character named hugh his appearance is very much like oh and now this new character comes in and does this it is very much <laughs> like and now here's the other toy that i'm playing with yeah <laughs> and then so then they find they find Azura and Azura's like uh she get has off like my a, lawn. She's like get off my lawn but then they like explain themselves and then she's like oh okay and then that's when she offers Alina the apparatus. Yeah. Thing, this is our first introduction thing. to uh the rainbow in Alina's eye which like they don't really mm. they never really go into detail in it uh in this movie but it becomes a little more apparent later on in the series um but it's basically like oh you're the chosen one you're special um so azura immediately is like oh okay like uh come on in uh little little character lore for azura um in my notes i just took (laughs) took notes where uh (laughs) things are applicable uh azura comes from the crystal azurite which is where my online handle came from (laughs) Oh, the more you know. The more you know. Look at that. Yeah. Join our Discord so you can see. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to say my Discord name. (laughs) I don't want people adding me out of nowhere. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Join the Discord, we're fun. Yeah. You can friend me there. But then, um, yeah, the one thing though, like, okay, so this is kind of, like, this is a fun thing that happens, I guess. So, Alina is like, oh, we have to talk about all this. And then Azura's like, yeah, sure. After, so, like, basically she looks at Alina, and you see the rainbow in her eye, and it literally just looks like spark. It, it kind of looks sparkle, like garbage. <laughs> it just look well, it just looks like Azura is noticing that Alina's attractive. Yeah. Because then what proceeds to happen is she just invites her in. Yeah. Makes her tea. When Alina's like, oh my gosh, Topaz is missing. Like, we yeah, need we your help. Go. I'm like, so we seen scared. Her in eight days. What's going on? Yeah, in a minute. So sit down and tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, do you want you're, a snack? You're so you interesting. Hungry? Can I get you anything? <laughs> snack? Do you know, um, do you know that... 
Do you know that one vine where it's that girl and she's pretending to be two people and the first person's like, oh my god, I have so much to do, I just gotta- and then herself puts on glasses and she's like, calm down, relaxation, stop screaming! And that's literally Azura. <laughs> she's like, just relax, just drink some tea, hang out in my, like, super plant-filled home. She has plants all over her home, so you know, of course, that she's a lesbian. <laughs> I also like the fact that the rainbow in her eye, it basically could also be an allegory for, yep, she's gay. <laughs> yeah, no, really. Limpress. It could be. Oh my gosh, people are being kidnapped. Who cares? You're so sexy. You're so... Like, just... <laughs> Don't panic. You're too sexy. That's basically <laughs> this movie. <laughs> That's so, the whole movie. So, yeah, so, Azura, so then... she invites her in and sets her down at her table. And there's, like, seven different placemats there. And Alina's like, um, it's just us. Like, are people coming? She's like, no, they're for the friends I haven't met yet. And Alina's like, okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so Topaz is missing. <laughs> <laughs> are we gonna, like, go find her? And Azura, she's like, okay, well, I guess I'll go find her. Um, I don't really know where to start. Um, but I do know that if Topaz is missing, it's definitely Laverna. So I'm gonna go find Dahlia who's another character, who's another toy. (laughs) She's just in to, like, market a toy. Don't get it twisted. She's so irrelevant to the plot. Oh, (laughs) yeah, no. She said she was, like, sassy for a bit. She literally has five lines. Yeah. So, she's like, Dahlia woke up that day and chose violence. Yeah. So, uh, Azura's like, I'm going to go find Dahlia, who is a dryad, and uh, dryads in Greek mythology or forest spir- uh, spirits. Um, again, don't get it twisted. She looks exactly like every other fairy. There's no difference in character <laughs> design. I personally would have loved to see um, more like traditional dryad uh, character design features in Dahlia. But yeah. like, you know, you, I'll get what I can take. She's still real cute. She's got pink hair. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so is like, I'm gonna head out. Uh, you can hang out here a little too dangerous but before i go i'm gonna give you my necklace which is the necklace that all of the guardians have and it's they're like little like it's a butterfly necklace so she gives it to her she's like hang on to this i'm gonna go bye and then she gets kidnapped immediately leaving her wait 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 for that she sends off bibble doesn't she yeah she's like bibble i need you to go do me a favor uh and bibble dips for a minute bibble will come back in a little bit and also about the kidnapping because we i argued about this a lot and also it brings us to the conversation of, what were they called? The fungus? The fungus. Oh. Which are just goblins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are Yeah, goblins. we do need to have a talk about those guys. Ugh. Oh, they're so ugly. There's a lot to unpack here, but honestly, we should just throw away the suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, they're goblins and they're ugly and they're t- <laughs> bad, but it's fine. They're villains, so it's okay. Their pants are literally made out of cacti. Did did no one else notice that? I noticed they no, had I little think... pirate pants. No, but their their pants had spikes on them. I don't, the quality that we watched this movie at was not great, so it was kind of hard to tell. I, I know what I saw! <laughs> I'm not saying you didn't, I'm just saying I didn't see it. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's taking the cactus pants away from yeah, you. We're just saying let with their me, own, with their own eyes, we cactus did not pants. see it. 
They're definitely ugly. And it's also, but they're also, like, not even good at their job. So I don't really know why Laverna uses them at all. This is one thing that, like, lots of villains do that I don't understand. Like, Princess and the Popper guy also had two helpers who, like, were basically were useless. useless. Yeah, Nick and Nat. Yeah. So and then like I don't Maleficent know, like, had this problem too. She had her little schmucks that were looking for a baby for sixteen years. And like yeah, then you know, and Ursula has her eels who like at least they pretty much only do like recon. They don't have to like do anything yeah. except report mm -hmm. back to her. Yeah. So and that, that seems well. like there, yeah, there's there's little what? room for oh, error because I noticed, Ursula. I noticed something. Okay, so maybe I'll make a graph of this. So, the more you appreciate your evil henchmen, the better they are at their job. Wow! Mm. Which, really? like, not, not if a If I treat people revelation. with respect, they'll be better at what they do? Oh my god. Yeah, te Karina. take notes, Jeff Bezos. Maybe treat your Amazon oh workers better. Oh my god, so smart. Oh my god. Also, I'll just add, increase minimum wage. <laughs> I didn't have a cute thing to add. <laughs> Minimum wage, I just would more like, like livable wage. Am I right, ladies? Oh my gosh. Okay, so then, yeah, so Azura's basically like, Alina, why don't you just kick it at my place for a bit? Mm. Why don't you move <laughs> it? <laughs> like, just, yeah, just please move it, please. See, they are all lesbians because she's like, I just met you and move it. <laughs> yeah, no, like, literally. <laughs> I okay so like one day we will talk about the fosters but I think what was so <laughs> funny about that show to me was like not like a running joke like it happened every episode but anytime like the moms of the fosters were hanging out with like other lesbian friends of theirs that were like adults they always made like the same joke about like what does a lesbian bring on the second date a u-haul and it was like this thing that just kept going on the show and i was like oh i want to be a part of that little <laughs> thing they've got lesbian. going on <laughs> Damn. but um okay so then yeah so at that point because i was kind of worried because i was like wait like what is alita gonna do now because Azura's basically like, yeah, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And then she just dips, and I'm like, but you're not the hero yeah. of this story. <laughs> the movie just changes what and Azura <laughs> becomes the hero, and it's her movie. Or it just stays Alina's movie, and it's just her hanging out at her new girlfriend's pad. Yeah, Alina, she accidentally breaks something, and she tries to fix it before she gets back. Yeah, like, and the we're first, like, wait, like, what five about... minutes of Tangled when it's just Rapunzel in the castle... Spending the day doing stuff. It's just the rest of the movie with Alina. <laughs> but the, and then it's like, nice. wait, what about like the whole gassing of the fairies? They can't. Shh, 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 she's comfortable now. Just water my plants. It's okay. It's okay. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah, then... they may be gassing fairies, but have you tried self care? <laughs> self care is just super important. People are literally dying, Zora. Oh my gosh, do you think, is there like a Barbie guided self-care video? I need to find that. I'm sure it exists because Barbie does vlogs, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Barbie's vlogs. I hope to God that there's a Barbie guided meditation. I'm going to look for that after we finish recording because that's how I'm going to fall asleep tonight. <laughs> so, 
Just put a lump like of quartz right in like... between my eyes. Yeah, I found it. <laughs> oh. Oh, wow. She, okay, she has seven videos on self-care. No, Ooh. I want a guided meditation. I don't want Barbie to tell me to take a bubble bath and eat some cucumbers. I want her to guide me through a meditation. <laughs> She has Barbie. one called. I... She has one. It's called My Meditation Routine with Headspace. Sponsor. Hashtag ad. That's, that's Barbie telling me about her <laughs> meditation routine. I want Barbie to open my third eye. I want to astro project with Barbie. <laughs> You're not going to astro project with Barbie. I need, I'm going to find it. Anyways, so back to Barbie Fairytopia. Back to this. <laughs> so then Azura meets up with the other kidnapped girls and they're all just like Laverna <laughs> why'd you do and, this and then she's like I'm evil <laughs> and then they're like yeah okay but like stop it there's <laughs> basically like nobody like there's no fight there's no like not even really a negotiation of really any passive. kind they're like they're just, this is stupid can we go and she's like no you have to stay here and help me complete my evil plan. At some point, she, like, takes out a chalkboard and draws out her plan. Oh, And they're goofing God, her the whole time. They're like, There's, one of the guardians is Ruby. And he's like, um, I'm the tallest out of everybody here. Why'd you draw me super short? So she erases his, like, little caricature and tries to make him tall, but just extends his neck. And he's like, now I look like a giraffe. Like, they aren't taking her seriously at all. Nobody is. Which kind of is why she's, like, lovable in a way. Mm -hmm. I think the fact that nobody's really threatened by this <laughs> They're like, we know all. your plan's not gonna work out. It's fine, but, like, we'll just have some fun while we hang out. They're like, yeah, <laughs> whatever. You may be goth, but... So what? <laughs> <laughs> but then what is it that, um, shoehorns Alina back into relevancy again? Okay, so, uh... Azura gets kidnapped, and then uh, Alina wakes up, and she's like, Azura, are you here? Oh no, where's Bibble? Oh my god, I'm here by myself. And that schmuck from earlier comes in, and he's like, Azura's been kidnapped, and like, breaks into her home. Just oh, like, yeah. comes in uninvited, and then sees <laughs> Alina there. He's like, you, and she's like, yeah, me, see ya. And she runs out of the house. She's like, parkour to get out. Um, so she's running through fairy town to try and escape. Um, and she comes to, so this is where the child playing in their room aspect of the plot comes in. So she runs to the edge of a cliff and she's like, oh my god, I'm gonna fall. I don't have wings. And this big, giant, purple, awful looking butterfly with a oh big god. head and skinny little feet comes up and he's like, hop on my back. Which again, it's like, so pretend you're five and you're playing Barbies in mm. your room. And you're like, oh no, I'm on the edge of a cliff. It's your bed. Oh, I'm gonna fall in. Oh, jump on my back. I'm gonna save you. That's the movie. <laughs> what I love the most is that when he comes up and he's like, he's like, hop on my back. But she's just like, no. No. I'm yeah, not, if, a no. if a stranger came up to you and was like, you want a piggyback? Well, he... She was in a situation where she was going to get captured or either fall to her death. A I'm jumping on his back and going. A stranger comes up to you. Oh my Do you God. want a piggyback ride? Suspension <laughs> of disbelief, please. <laughs> oh, oh, look who's saying it now. <laughs> Shut up. 
So, so this is Hugh. Um, in my notes, under role in the movie, I just said plane. <laughs> yeah, he is a plane. So, so Hugh, as in color Hugh, get it? So, <laughs> Hugh, Hugh's character design is so tragic, but he's such a great character. He's very sweet and he's super helpful. So, Bibble was sent out by Azura. This is why I made a chart, because there's so many goddamn characters in this movie. <laughs> so... I... I mean, yeah, like, so, like, I think I'm the only one, but I, like, adore Hugh. I love Hugh. I He's love, great. I love Hugh's smugness. <laughs> I love his big his, head. His big giant I like bubble. the fact that he looks like, he looks like he's, like, a member of a country club and, like, <laughs> I want to see the Fairytopia country club. I love his little tuff of green hair that he has right at the front of his head. I mean, uh, Hugh, Hugh looks like a baby, but he's a grown man. I, I, I like Hugh as a character. I hate his design. I hate it. I also want to say that the toy of Hugh looks nothing like Hugh in the movie. So I think Mattel was like, yeah, we, we can't make a toy of this. We gotta like, start Like, literally over. this man, this man, I know I said it before, like, jokingly, like, oh, the fairies have the dad chicken bone legs. No, Hugh has the dad chicken bone legs. Hugh's body is so disproportionate. <laughs> it's so, it's so weird. So, so Hugh flies in, swoops in and saves the day. And, uh, so off they fly. Uh, the problem is, though, is that Laverna has sent her firebirds after the gang to like gobble them up i guess <laughs> so yeah because they oh here's why that happened. she needs so because she, she needs azura's necklace but azura knew that mm. and left it with Aline. Yeah. and she was being so smug with her she was like oh my necklace oh, you know i never wear that thing and laverna's like you're gonna tell me where that necklace is right now or i swear to god <laughs> And Azura's like, oh, well, looks like your plan's not gonna work out, loser. <laughs> like, that's no what, one like, takes I her think... seriously. Yeah, Literally, I Literally, Laverna something... is the laughing stock. It's really, like, I genuinely, like, I was kid like, I was talking about her being a stack or whatever, but, like, in all seriousness, I genuinely kind of feel bad because I don't think I've seen a build, like, this disrespected <laughs> before in my life. Like, she's such a, like, non-issue to everybody, even though, like, she literally took away Mo the fairy's ability to fly, mm. which is, like, she their whole She grounded all shit. of the fairies. <laughs> and everybody's like, she eh. It's fine. You know, at least at least Preminger garnered some respect in some regard because, like, he was able to turn the guards and have them arrest uh, Erica when she tried to pretend to be Annalise. But like Laverna, nobody likes her. <laughs> I think Witch. this is honestly. It's like, and this is tough to say because like. Fairytopia is like mostly women. Like I think we've only seen like two we do, men. Like we don't think it's a misogyny thing. Yeah, so it's not. But I just don't understand why nobody respects Laverna. I think it I is just because she like she's the ex who like couldn't be cool about it, so they all clown the on her. Yeah, the first thing that came to mind is that she's like it's like a Caitlyn Bennett's kind of story. <laughs> oh, she pooped at a frat party, Laverna. <laughs> Yeah, nobody can. Pants, so what? 
Like, you do so many terrible, terrible things, but, like, <laughs> come on, who cares? Like, Everybody just do. brings up that one bad thing you did. <laughs> like, isn't there clips of, of Caitlin Bennett walking around and, like, trying to egg on, like, college students, and then they're like, didn't you poop your pants An entire college campus harassed her to get off, and it worked. <laughs> Literally, yeah, I watched... Wait. Please show me that video. You you have to look it up. It's you need to do your own research on it. It's a great experience. I don't condone bullying, but for Caitlin Bennett, uh, she deserves to be absolutely (laughs) knocked down a peg. She's a horrible, homophobic, racist, horrible person. Now that she's listening, but hey, Caitlin, ew, (laughs) hee hee, poopy, stinky. I technically did write a song about it. You did. (laughs) You did? It's so fun. I did. (laughs) Because she was... Yeah. I think, yeah, after this video comes out, I'll add it to the channels, like a short or whatever, (laughs) so you guys can hear my one and only song It's so funny. I still think we need to write a a competing Tramp Stamp song. Ooh, definitely. Like an actual, like, Riot Girl punk song. And then we'll get, like, yeah. some friends to help us with the music. I'm literally... Yeah, I think that would be fun. I'll, have, I'll see if Erica... I think she would be into that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I'm, I'm literally crying because <laughs> I looked up Caitlyn Bennett, and one of the results was a Twitter profile called Caitlyn Bennett Poops Herself. <laughs> oh. It's so it's such a lowbrow joke, but like just the fact that it gets her so pissed makes it so funny. So back to Fairytopia. So yeah, so, so evil. We, we we probably have to cut out this whole thing because it was just one big tangent. But yeah. So Hugh, but, oh oh god no! I did not know that. So so Hugh flies in, saves the day, and Laverna is like, oh, th- you you gave this little schmuck your your necklace. Okay, I'm gonna send my birdies after her so they can get her. So they're flying around and they're these, <laughs> well, if we can find it, we'll put a picture of these firebirds up on screen. They look like something out of Sonic. <laughs> like, oh, I, they, yeah, they look awful. They don't look like firebirds at all. They, they look like birds of like red. They're very like, mohawk. they look like cacti and I get the look what they were going for, but because there was just like kind of no, <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of good animation in the movie. They don't look fantastic, but that's okay. They get the job done. They're menacing and they're kind of spooky. I hated them when I was little. So, you know, that's the, oop, that's the stamp of quality for me. <laughs> so, so they're flying around uh, and eventually Hugh brings the gang into a mermaid cove. And wait, wait, wait. Can I, can I just say uh, before all this... Hugh leads a firebird to kill itself by slamming into a rock and exploding. <laughs> yeah, he makes. And there's a lot of no character one death in this movie. It? There's a lot it's of on-screen. So, ca- there's character on-screen so character weird. death in Barbie like, Fairytopia, which is interesting. Like, li- like literally, he does he does the move where like, like he pulls up at the last second, and the bird's like ah, and then he explodes. He like go. <laughs> He hits the wall, and then there's, like, a big explosion. Hugh came for throats. <laughs> the toll whimsy pays is death, I guess. <laughs> just, a little bit, just a little bit of death in your whimsy. 
So they fly into Hugh a mermaid cove. Hugh is playing the judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> they fly to a mermaid cove, and here we meet yet another character. Oh my god. <laughs> so this is Prince Nalu. <laughs> Nalu is the Hawaiian word for wave. Uh, that's where his name oh, comes from. Can I just say? Yes. No. Okay, so Hugh is yes. a boy, mm-hmm. and I feel like he exists for, like, the few straight girls watching <laughs> this movie. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh yeah, there's really, like no guy for anybody to crush on so here's we'll just have him be on screen for like what three seconds nalu is voiced by the same (laughs) voice actor uh who is julian and princess and the pauper uh and julian was my favorite boy in that movie (laughs) julian was the tutor or the king i liked the king because he liked to dress up (laughs) but julian just put so much effort in he was like okay so we we made we made our thoughts clear on Princess of the Popper in that video, so I will leave that there. So Nalu's hanging out sorry, Prince Nalu, excuse me. So Prince Nalu's hanging out with his two girlfriends. <laughs> they're like tanning and lounging on a rock and they're like, Wow, it's such a nice quiet day here in the mermaid lagoon. Nothing bad could ever happen. <laughs> and then Hugh swoops in and they're like, Oh my goodness. You could have knocked us right off of our rock. Then Alina's like, yeah, yeah, we don't got time for that. Um, <laughs> there's some birds flying overhead. We're going to need some help. Uh, and he was like, no, no, we're fine. These birds hate water. There's no way that they're going to come down. And then what do you know? The birds come down. So Nalu's, Prince Nalu, so sorry. I'm being so disrespectful to him. Prince Nalu is like, here's my solution. Uh, eat some gillyweed so you can breathe underwater. So they gobble up the gillyweed. Uh, and they go for a little underwater adventure to escape the firebirds. <laughs> and this <laughs> And is, then that's it. This is the pre I can never say this word. Prerequisite to Prerequisite? Prerequisite. This is the prerequisite to, I lost it again. This is the movie before Barbie Fairytopia Mermaidia, which is Vanessa's favorite of the Barbie Fairytopia. Prequel. Yes. The prequel. Yeah. Well is the, okay. is the yeah. So Prerequisite is like a thing that's required before it happens. Yeah. Well, we do need this Wait. movie uh, before watching uh, Mermadia because we learn a whole lot of world lore and context. So, I guess you, so. Got, you need to watch okay. Fairytopia before you watch Mermadia, and you have to watch Fairytopia <laughs> before you watch all the other ones, before you watch Mariposa, before you watch all that stuff. Anyways, so they go underwater for two minutes, not super important. But most of the next movie is spent underwater, so <laughs> so they escape. Prince Nalu's like, "Cool, <laughs> see you later, <laughs> bye." And then he leaves. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Then, I mean, at this point, this is basically when Alina approaches Laverna's castle, right? Yeah. Before no, that, she- there's that weird little interlude where they're in like i don't know where they are so the trees the trees look like mushrooms and they're really tall (laughs) and she finds i went on the wiki and they're called happy trolls they look awful um so we're (laughs) ma'am no i hate those trolls so much so thankfully oh they're horrifying (laughs) they're only here for a little bit thankfully again had toys of them (laughs) The toys looked much cuter than the than they did in the movie. So then post it. Post a picture. If I can find them, I will. So, uh, so, so they're like, 
uh, hey, what's up? Uh, <laughs> Delina's like, I don't want to talk to you. Can you tell me where Dahlia is? And they're like, yeah, we'll show you. They walk around in circles for like 15 minutes. And Alina at the end is like, can you please just show me where she is? And then Dahlia comes out of a tree. She's a dryad. She's like, hey, I'm here. What's up? Alina's <laughs> like, oh, thank God. I've been looking for you for so long. Quick, the guardians are in danger. We need your help. And Dahlia's like, absolutely not. I'm not helping them. Uh, because back in the day, uh, Laverna, I'm really having trouble keeping track of everybody. Laverna <laughs> was part of the guardian squad. Okay. And uh, she was starting to be like a little baddie. And Dahlia was like, ooh, hmm. I don't think this is a great idea. I'm going to dip. Um, but she didn't dip in time because then Laverna was like, haha, I'm evil. And then all the other guardians were like, Dahlia, you knew this the whole time and you stuck around. We're going to not talk to you anymore. But Azura was like, I believe you. Because, again, everybody was dating in this. So they were a couple on the side as well. Polyamorous relationship. It's a big poly relationship. So <laughs> Azura's like, don't worry, Dahlia, I believe you. So they've been friends uh, on the side for quite a while. Uh, but yeah, Dahlia wants nothing to do with the Guardians. Um, and that's her only character motivation. We don't hear from her again. She's present, but like she has maybe like three speaking lines. And then that's it. Um, but Elena convinces her to come and help. And how she helps is beyond me because she, like, kind of does nothing. I think... Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> yes, she does. She explains the Union Stone. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I don't know why they or the called union, the union point. Stone, but we kept making jokes about... Unionizing. The fact, yeah, the idea of the fungus unionizing. <laughs> so, the Union Point is this crystal that can absorb all of the Guardians' magic. And if Laverna has it, then she becomes the most powerful fairy, and then her evil plan can work. Uh, so that's why she needs all the necklaces, because that's where all the power is. So the whole gang's like, alright, let's go. We're gonna go and save the day. But first we have to sneak into her big, stinky castle. And eventually, uh, they all kind of... so. Okay, Alina's gonna try and sneak in, and then the rest of them, so Hugh, Bibble, and Dahlia, are all going to distract the fungus so she can get in, and then whoop-de-doo, they all get kidnapped. <laughs> so Except, except, uh, except Elena. Yeah, except for her. her her friends uh, were like, oh, we'll be a distraction, and don't, then- Don't you worry, and then they got kidnapped, so, you know, their plan worked. <laughs> So they they put my man's Bibble in a cage with a little hamster trick <laughs> water bottle thing, like the animal he is. <laughs> so, so, like the little pest that he is. So we love. <laughs> I love Bibble. It's okay. So, uh, Elena goes in to the whatever room it was. It was. It's such a strange setup because there's this big wall of thrones for all of the guardians to sit. And then the union point is up on a wall. Um, it kind of looks like a church with, like, one pew. Um, I don't know what she was doing in her free time, but you know what? That's up to you, Laverna. So Dahlia comes in. Not Dahlia. So <laughs> there's so many freaking characters in this movie. And they're all just for toy marketing. So Alina <laughs> goes in. She's like, oh my gosh, everybody's all tied up. Oh, this is so inconvenient. And then Laverna's like... 
hey, so that necklace that you're wearing, um, I'm going to need it. And Elena's like, why would I give it to you? She's like, because I know that you are different and I know that you're made fun of and nobody believes in you. Nobody likes you. I totally get that. That was me once. But you know what? I became super powerful and uh, I can give you exactly what you want. And she gives her wing hallucinations. So she's like, oh my gosh. Oh, I yes. Have wings. Yes. Oh my gosh. Game. Wow. And she was so like blown away by them. They looked ugly, but like, that's fine. <laughs> so she's so blown away. She's like, oh my gosh. And she's under a trance. And so she slowly starts approaching Azura to put her necklace on her. And Azura's just like, again, nobody's threatened by Laverna. So they're all kind of like, no, don't. Alina. They, they don't even you protest know at first. No one protests at first, even after, because th that's when they're, all the magic's going to the Laverna and that mm -hmm. stuff. So they're like, oh, Beans, this is inconvenient. I think her plan might actually work. And then eventually, uh, Alina snaps out of it. Uh, and this is while Laverna's, like, starting to get all her power. So she's like, ha ha ha, I'm gonna be evil. When she wakes up, she's like, oh my god, I almost contributed to an evil plan. I could never do that. And she turns around and she looks at Laverna. She's like, hey, I don't need your wings, Laverna. And she throws Azura's necklace into the union point and it shatters. And then <laughs> Laverna explodes. She disintegrates. Yeah, that's Fun it. fact. Fun fact, uh, Laverna is the first Barbie character to die on screen. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so she explodes. Don't worry, she's not dead because she comes back in the second movie. Um, excuse me, spoilers! It's, it's, listen. You need a villain for the second one. You already got Laverna. They already then make someone else! Laverna's dead! No, she's not. She's alive. She just disintegrated. Well, then why did you say that she's the first Barbie character to die on screen? If because she, she does dead? eventually die. <laughs> she eventually dies for real. But in the first one, she's like, only pretended. <laughs> it took a few no tries sense. to make it stick. Listen, I, it'll make, it makes sense if you watch all of the movies. <laughs> This yeah. is the only so then we'll the first need to one. do that at some point. This is only the first one. So the day is saved. Woo! Everything's great. So the fairies in the Magic Meadow are saved. The plants are saved. Everybody can fly again. So Alina walks back and she's like, okay, that's great. Time to like get to life back to normal again. And then, oh, remember the Enchantress from earlier? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> she flies in. Yeah, she woke up. She woke up from her nap. She woke up and she's off. like, all right, I'm ready to be a baddie, I guess. So she flies into the magic meadow. She's like, hey, uh, I heard that you did a good thing. That's really nice of you. Uh, you want some wings now? She's like, hell yeah. What kind of question is that? So she gets wings in the end. No, she gets a necklace and then she, Enchantress she gets walks wings. off and then she gets her wings. <laughs> she gets wings either way. So she gets her wings, and she's like, oh my gosh, my wings. I got them. And then she's happy, and she goes flying. And then that's the end of the movie. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's weird, too. Like, the fact that they never explicitly explain why Elena doesn't have wings. And, like, like it's not even like there's, like... They don't even talk about, like, one other person in this universe not mm -hmm. having wings. I kind of like how it's left ambiguous as to why she doesn't have wings. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you were injured and you lost them, or like, you were born 
and something happened and you don't have wings or whatever. It's just like, yeah, I don't have wings. That's, that's why. Fairies, that's why I, I'm kind of. I'm kind of bummed out. It wasn't like an allegory for, like, disability because that would have been really cool if, like, in the end, like she did all this stuff and she still didn't have her wings, but people acknowledged that she, is like, you know, capable. Mm-hmm. And I think like everybody mm-hmm. did because at that point, like the fairies in the magic meadow who were like kind of mean to her before are like, oh hey. Alina, thanks, and they were, like, super nice to her, so if it had ended there, like, it would have been fine, but, like, she gets, like, that little reward of, like, you saved the day, so here are your wings, which, like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> but yeah, also, I mean... But also, here's my question. Are, are they saying that if, if, um, Alina hadn't done all this, then she wouldn't have gotten her wings? Yeah, she didn't go that, on like, a big hero's that, like, journey. No, that, like, if she went to the Enchantress and said, hey, can I have wings? Because I don't have wings, and people are making fun of me for not having wings, that the Enchantress would have just been like, no. I don't know how you read into that, because there's no implication that she had gone to the Enchantress and was like, can you give me wings? And she said no. No, but- I, I no, think but, she's saying on a, like, alternative, like, did she- was it- did she need to earn them, I guess, Yeah, the that's- question. that's what I mean, like- I don't, she just didn't- she just I didn't mean, have them when she was born. Yeah, the thing, too, though, I think is interesting, though, is, like, aside from that hallucination she has, there's really no indication that Elena's even really that bothered by it. Like, she doesn't like that people tease her for not having wings, but she's cool walking. Yeah. She's very capable. She's just fine. But I think at the I think at this point, I don't like not like as far as the movie goes, this is more like the difference between like getting your license yeah. or not. <laughs> it's like she just like it's like the same as if the movie ended with her getting a car. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like she was fine walking. <laughs> it never like it didn't really, like, hinder her at all. Especially because, like, even though she needed to, like, be, like, have that apparatus for Azura's house, she just, like, acrobats her way out of the house later when she needs to get out mm-hmm. quickly. So, like, not having wings doesn't really do anything to the point, like, aside from, like, the guardians who get, like, necklaces and stuff, it doesn't even really seem like there's anything that magical about the other fairies. Like, they're just small yeah. and fly they're around. they're small and they fly. <laughs> um, okay, so before we wrap up, I think it's pretty clear we were, we're fans of Fairytopia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I would transfer citizenship to Fairytopia <laughs> if that was possible. Well, like, after, um, after all the napalming stuff. I don't want to be there when that's going down. Yeah. Well, they already saved the day, so it's safe to go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Here, picture, so then, picture of Magic Meadow. Mentally, I'm here. I'll just hang out at Azura's yeah. place while they sort Her all that out. So like, cute. it's really not an issue mm. for me. Yeah. It's not an issue for <laughs> Azura either. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, but okay. Uh, which characters do you feel were necessary <laughs> to this story? Like, Elena. which five characters would you keep? Five? Okay, I have to pick five? Okay, so... Do you feel there are more than five? So no, I feel like less. there's less! Okay, so okay. Alina, for sure. She's the main character. She's the one going on the hero's journey. 
Dandelion helps her initiate that hero's journey. She's like, I'm going to help you get started. I can't go through the whole way, but I'm going to get you going. Um, Laruna's evil. She's the villain, so she stays. Azura is kind of like the sage, like the like helper. Like, oh, here, like I'll give you the information you need to proceed on your journey. Um, he was the plane. Yeah. <laughs> he was the vehicle yeah. to get from point A to point B. Yeah, when I walking wouldn't would... suffice. I think I would I would rather have Bibble than Hugh, <laughs> but otherwise I agree with the list. Yeah. And so if you guys were keeping track, I don't think you were, but we named way more than five people in this story. Um, so five people were legitimate and the rest were just toys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my, the rest that's, were that's... just toys. Here's my thought that, like this probably didn't happen but like it it feels like that they that they made the toys first or like concept of the toys and then they're like let's make a movie out of that kind of thing and they're like oh but well we have this toy design oh where do we put it oh 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 let's have the them be two dwarfs that 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 play leapfrog yeah. and there was definitely <laughs> selena off there was definitely a conversation at a round table where it was like okay we're making this movie <laughs> um we need to market toys as much as we can so uh we'll work with the like the script writers um but like really push them to have a bunch of unnecessary characters so we can just like market this to death to little girls and it worked <laughs> well i mean yeah it did i mean you bought the toys and so. i i loved them i played with them <laughs> Very much. I loved them dearly. Uh, so, you know, we. I, Barbie's great. I love Barbie. Just just the idea of little baby Karina waddling down the Toys R Us Barbie section and seeing a Fairytopia <laughs> doll and being like, Mommy, Mommy, I need that toy! It's from Fairytopia! <laughs> and she's like, <sighs> I was. <laughs> okay. I didn't do it like that. I was like, oh, I like this. And then sometimes I would get it. It was more like Christmas presents uh, for... Mom, I need this toy! Why are you... I'm not Rachel Dice. (laughs) I was wondering where this voice came from. (laughs) You know what? I was was trying to do more Joel when he's a baby. That's a a whole different voice. You know what we should do? Mark this off on your bingo boards for planning future deep dish episodes. The big finale to Barbie month should just be most popular girls in school. Please, please. <laughs> At least I'm like the first you. season. I'm begging you. <laughs> okay. So on that note, thank you guys for looking talking about Fairy Topia <laughs> with me. You're welcome. I had a nice little dish sesh in that sense. And thank you guys for listening. And remember to comment, like, and subscribe because we all need friends. Okay, bye. Bye bye. Um, I-